Welcome to No Budget Dreams. I'm Kelsey Nicole. A no budget dream is the perfect pitch that you for the project you would create if money and intellectual property were no ob- object. I started talking about this with my friends and it turned into pretty good conversation, so I decided to build a podcast around it. That being said, uh, we can always try to come from a positive place. Uh, Sometimes things might skew a little bit negative, but just know that if it ever is an opinion about a creator or a project or something that you disagree with, we're not trying to single anybody out or make anyone feel excluded. So just know that if we don't agree on that, we might find common ground somewhere else. But even if you don't agree with us, you're always welcome here. And we want everyone to feel like this is a safe space, especially if you start interacting with me. We also will try to notate spoilers whenever they occur, uh, since we are talking about characters and projects that may already exist that inspire our no-budget dreams. Uh, Spoilers can come up, so I don't want to be the person that ruins anything for you if you've been trade-waiting or you don't watch trailers or if it's something that keeps you from, you know, seeing something on opening weekend. I don't want uh, that this podcast to be the reason why it wasn't enjoyable for you. So I will notate in the header here and in the show notes the specific times where those spoilers come up so that you can uh, fast forward through them. So our episode tonight does have a few spoilers for uh, season two of the Exorcist television show as well as the show Almost Human. Uh, But both of those shows are no longer on, uh, and so if you haven't watched them and we're waiting on watching them, just so you know, those spoilers are there, and I will notate the times they start. Uh, But you will miss most of the no-budget dream if you're not interested in the spoilers for those. Uh, There's also some spoilers for the end of of Batman Beyond series. Uh, But that's about 20 years old now. Oof, that dates me. Uh, But it's about 20 years old now. So if you haven't watched it yet, uh, and you've avoided spoilers this long, honestly, I'm I'm just amazed. I'm impressed. Uh, But I will also notate those as well. A little bit of weird side note. The (sighs) recording gets cut off a little bit at the end. uh, But the episode was largely over it just doesn't have like a clean end that's just because it stopped recording but we had finished talking about the topics and kind of were just bullshitting and talking about the future of Tyler Posey's career Uh, so we didn't go back and re-record it because all of this is in the moment and organic and improvisational and I didn't want anything to feel like we were forcing a conversation that had already happened just for content. So none of it was important, so we didn't include it. Uh, Also, just last little bit of housekeeping, please uh, follow me on Instagram at nobudgetdreamspod. Tweet me at NoBudgetDreams and feel free to email me at NoBudgetDreamsPod at gmail.com and check out NoBudgetDreams.com. I apologize. I have neglected it a little bit. The holidays have gotten away from me, uh, but please feel free to interact with me there if you want to be a guest or if you have No Budget Dreams of your own that you'd like to share. I'd be happy to do an episode of, you know, people's write-in No Budget Dreams. Um... Also, there is one new podcast under my belt as well. I would, my sister podcast, I would love for you to check out. It's called The Shipping Manifest. Uh, You can also find it here on Anchor and anywhere else you catch pods. Uh, The idea is that my co-host Kyle Lee and I, a previous guest on this show, uh, every episode we discuss the top ships for specific characters and then we build a master list that will be showing up on nobudgetdreams.com. I just, again, the holidays have gotten away from me with the holidays and the last couple of months. Um, I've been a little busy, but I will get back onto it and uh, posting and putting things on the website as well. So please check out that podcast as well. We have two episodes under our belt. Uh, The first episode is about Dick Grayson and Barbara Gordon, respectively. And then the second episode is about Batman and a little little Superman thrown in. Uh, So please, please, please enjoy that. Uh, We would love to have support as well. So I will introduce my guest, 
Uh, her name is Monica Ross, and she is a amazing illustrator that I am lucky to be friends with. Uh, she's published work that I will post links to on the show notes as well as uh, the link to her Instagram and Twitter that you can see her post things. Also, if you want to hear about our D&D campaign, our Monster of the Week D&D game, uh, it's pretty funny. And we last last week we were rolling or to see if her character got a boner. So <laughs> that's pretty funny. <laughs> and she tweets about our, her character all the time and ma- posts amazing art of our team. So uh Without further ado, there will be a new ad as well as a little intro music, and then I'll be back with Monica Ross. So it is actually starting to hit me, though, that I have had like three hours of sleep, but <laughs> oh, no. oh no! But you know, we're here and it's getting done and I don't we'll... think this will be particularly long, so you'll, you'll be fine. You can get your sleep. What's sleep? <laughs> no, I got Hallmark Christmas movies to watch. That's true. But I so. mean, that's like a good kind of chill kind of thing to do. So true. It won't be crying at D&D. <laughs> Yeah, it won't be that. It'll be crying at, at Happy Christmas Happy movies. Happy Christmas movies. <laughs> no, because I'm too stone cold for the Christmas, for specifically Christmas movies, because I just want to have a whole career where I just write the stories that happen after, where it's like after you've made the terrible decision under the guise of the Christmas oh. spirit, like, what do you do on January 2nd when you realize you've given up your job or your relationship for some fucking yeah. dude that you met <laughs> moved to a completely other city or state or yeah. whatever for this I've just one moved person to this tiny christmas town that only really is that great at christmas the yeah. rest of the year it kind of sucks and you've like this guy that you kind of just met but now that christmas is over he's not nearly as romantic no. or adorable it's actually kind of a dick yeah. like <laughs> very bad, possessive bad choices were made <laughs> I yeah, I never even think of the afters for this. So. <laughs> That's the point. You don't think of the afters. That's why people make large choices with Im- immense consequences. That's very true. So, all right. So, Monica. Yes. What do you have for me today? Okay, so I'm just going to do... Okay, so uh, I'm going to start with one that we both know about, and it's that Exorcist TV show. Right. Um, which... Yeah, which unfairly attractive John Cho. Yeah, and Alfonso Herrera, who was uh, Father Thomas Ortega. Yeah, and Ben Daniels, who was mm-hmm. Father Marcus Keene, and also I didn't even realize, like as I was watching the show, that it had um, Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even realize that. <laughs> <laughs> she was great. In that, she was though. great. Oh my god! It's because she had hair. <laughs> She was just great in general. Like yeah. that whole set, the whole like I can understand why it was canceled because that second season was kind of slow. Yeah, like the first couple episodes, I'm like, okay, this is a little boring, and it got kind of hard for me to continue it. But once it picked up, it was like really good. I know, and then we never got to see how it ended. Oh, it just like so it literally angry. ended. Spoilers: that literally ends with him getting possessed, and they get into the possession stuff, and then it just ends. Yeah. And, like, that's the end of the season, so we never get to see poor, blessed single father of multiple children, John Cho. Well, he, he dies. They kill him. Spoilers! Oh, I don't think I saw that. Yeah. I didn't, okay, so, so I Spoilers for you. Yeah, they, they end up uh, killing him, and because the, the whole premise, which this, this whole thing, of course, is just going to be all spoilers, is that demons are possessing the Vatican, essentially. Yeah, I got where, there. Yeah, where and um, what ends up happening is they're all going after Father Tomas. Right. And the demon actually... Because we, who wouldn't? He's I a, mean... He's a sexy slice. I would. Um, it actually ends with uh, Father Tomas potentially getting possessed by the demon that was possessing um, um, John, John Cho. Cho. And it ends with... Because... Uh, Father Mark, or maybe it wasn't, like, it's been a while since I watched it. I don't know if it was him necessarily that ended up possessing him or whatever. It was someone else, it was some other demon that was trying to possess him or whatever. Mm -hmm. I can't remember. All I remember is the last scene where it was um, uh, Father Marcus 
like they parted ways. <laughs> uh, Father Marcus and, and Father Tomas ended up parting ways. Um, and you, it ended with Father Marcus standing in front of like a lake or whatever. And he's trying to talk to God because God's not talking to him anymore. And then I guess he hears God. And God he, is such a fickle bitch, right? I know, right? God, just just respond. Um, it ends. It ends with him starting to cry and just going, Tomas. And then it ends, and that's it. Oh, and I'm like, I, did, I guess I missed a final episode because I remember it going on hiatus and just never coming back. Maybe but, they didn't show it or something. I don't know. Or maybe it just didn't. I just missed it because Hulu was like, finish this episode. And I was like, I did finish that episode. And sometimes it doesn't tell me that there's a new episode if it's, if there's an episode that I haven't finished. And so I did that with Almost Human, which I didn't know there were 13 episodes of. And yeah. I was like, wow, that ended in a weird manner. And then I was like, oh, there's oh, wait, another there's one. A episode that I missed. Yeah. But it, it ends with like, because Father Tomas is like, or, or Father Marcus is like obviously interested in Father Tomas. Like, oh yeah, yeah. He wants, because who isn't? I mean, he who is isn't? A sexy slice. Yeah, and it ends in a way that's kind of like showcasing Marcus having more feelings for Tomas, but it's literally just him crying and going Tomas, and then it ends. And I'm like, really? You give me these two priests who love each other. They just want to be beautiful gay men. And then just the Vatican being completely screwed over by demons, which is such an interesting premise to me. It's not just possessing random people. It's possessing yeah. priests and popes and and just everyone. I wonder, you could tie it into the young pope and be like, this dude law was possessed the whole time. Yes. That's why he was such a douche. <laughs> yes. Perfect. Oh, here come, here come them police. police. The popo. Shit, they found me. <laughs> they found me. You gotta hide now. Found Rick. <laughs> Go hide, Rick. Rick, don't, Rick, Rick, Rick don't hide from the police. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I want that show to come back. Even if it's just for like one more season to kind of yeah. tie things up. Or even if it's like, maybe not even like a TV show, but like a comic book or even just a book or just something yeah. to, to finish it. Right. It should be so good. Please. It could have, like, a home. I feel like it could have, like, an FX home. Like, because yeah. that's where Fox puts their more hardcore shit anyway. Yeah. So it's like, I feel like there's they've got a couple of things that are ending soon, too. So it's not like they won't have a slot for it. Because mm-hmm. You're the Worst is ending, and there's a couple... They have their final season, so, like, yeah. they have got some stuff that's slotted. Archer is kind of, like, in between, and... You know, I didn't even know that was still going to be there. There's one more. I think there's another season coming, and they're like in the space oh. or something. Okay. I don't know. It's going. Yeah. I mean, they can it's... kind of. They're just going off the rails because they can do whatever they want because yeah. they can never be the original ISIS or they can never be the, the original yeah anymore, Archer yeah. anymore because of ISIS. Yeah. So, um, thanks a lot, terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> you ruined. Archer. You've ruined another great John Berriman pro or um, H. John Benjamin project. <laughs> Oh, God. But, yeah, even that, or even just, like, how Netflix and Hulu and Amazon are starting to produce their own stuff. Yeah. Like, even if they picked it up, like, that'd be great. Except for Netflix cancels everything we love. That's true. Sorry, I'm real bitter about Daredevil. Oh, God. So bitter. Jessica Jones, and who else is still there? I mean, they're going to get canceled. They just had seasons that were in production. So, I mean, they're going to get... Luke Cage didn't... Luke Cage got canceled canceled right after Iron Fist got canceled. So it's literally just Jessica Jones is left. Uh, no, um, dear, uh, Frank Castle has that's the right. Punisher. He has a, a second season that's in production. Um, Jessica Jones is about to wrap filming. Yeah, I didn't um, even watch the first season of Punisher, so I completely forgot. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, yeah, I didn't watch Punisher either. I have zero interest in white guy with a gun. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I could just turn on the news for that. <laughs> All right, so um, uh, would you have an idea of, like, what you would want season three of The Exorcist to look like? You know, I don't even know. I just want, like, I don't like having storylines just Pre-planned. left open. Oh, okay. Like, just because, like, the whole thing with the Vatican, and I want right. to know how that in particular is so going to go So just make it about, like, the priests and not necessarily about, like, a specific yeah, not family necess- yeah. case. Or not not like how season two was about right. John Cho's family and how they dealt with it, but more like shit really starts going down at the Vatican and it kind of ends up, however, bringing, um, or even if Thomas Ortega got possessed. Yeah. And he ended up going to the Vatican and Marcus is, like, following yeah. behind him, like, holy shit, and just everything goes down there. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't need to involve 
just families like the first and second seasons did. Uh, also, the Hallmark movie we have in the back in the background, Alicia Witt, she was his dead wife. Perfect. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> it all comes together. But yeah, like I don't even I don't have anything in particular. It's just that I really liked to wrap up that storyline. Wrap up the storyline, and I just I just like the idea of like demons not possessing. Hey, they're demons. It's your boy. Um, <laughs> not just possessing your boy Thomas, and like and just regular families and stuff, but to actually have like that whole thing with the Vatican because I don't think I mean that was really touched on in the second one. But yeah. Oh, and then not only that, but who is uh the guy who worked with um. Who was their connection to the Vatican? I think he was French. Uh, shit! What the hell was I his name? I don't remember. Oh, but I know who you're. I know who you're referring to. I just don't remember his name. He got possessed. Yeah. And they ended his. The last time we see him is he. Like it's a quick snap of just him rushing a hallway in the hospital and chopping someone's head off. Yeah. Like I want to see more of that. Like of what that whole thing is. Hi, you're just walking all over me. Lovely parallax here. Yeah, I touched you. What do you want? How dare. Um, how, how dare. How dare I touch this cat? Okay, so, yeah, that's kind of what I got um, for, for the exorcist continuation. Okay. Um, I'm into it. I'm feeling it. I'm like, living just, that, that just, dream. Just give me more of Alfonso Herrera and, and Ben Daniels just looking at each other longingly. <laughs> There's their little collars. Their little collars and being so, so sad. Um, so my other one that I have is an almost human continuation, which it's like, it's like a campy fucking, like, an android cop and a human cop work yeah. together kind of thing. Except it's, um, it's got Carl Urban, Michael Ely, Inka Kelly, Lily Taylor, and a bunch of other people. But it's literally like uh, Carl Urban plays this cop who is hunting down, like, drug... Like, he's doing, like, a drug bust or whatever, and he ends up losing his leg during the drug bust. Mm-hmm. And he realizes during that whole thing... This is, like, the first episode... Um, that his fiance is part of the cartel or whatever that's working, like... Oh, it's not know, always the way. It's always the way. And then a <laughs> leg gets chopped off or something or an arm or who... You know, it's always the way, but... So it, it starts basically with him having to deal with this synthetic leg, this fake leg. And he does not like synthetics. He doesn't like mm-hmm. robotic stuff. He doesn't like androids. He completely hates them. And um, he's a cop. And the way that the cops work in this universe is it's one human cop and one robot cop. Human cop, robot cop. And the ones that they have now in this show are very robotic. They're very, they're logic based. Mm-hmm. So they really don't care about human lives if it's not a logical thing for them to pursue. If, if it's right. going to do less damage to let people die and stop this thing, then they'll, they'll go with that option rather than protecting the people. Okay. And what they used to have before is a, a type of android called a, a DRN. And it was, it had a synthetic soul. <laughs> is it, is it, Okay. No, I just nothing. It's the the names in this are really stupid. Like it's yeah. really campy. It's like a really campy kind of thing, and it's really dumb. And a lot of it makes no sense. But it's like Michael Ely is incredibly attractive, and Carl Urban. I wish he spoke in his natural voice because holy shit, that New Zealand accent is amazing. <laughs> um, but it's he he ends up like I was gonna say Carl Urban, but his his name is John Kennex in the show. So John Kennex ends up. Working with just a regular, it was called an MX series, or these like really focused Robocop things. And he ends up pushing his out of a car because it's being a shit. So he just pushes it out of his car on the highway. And people are like, What happened to your robot? And he's like, I fell out of the car. Like he's just like completely indifferent to it. He's like, You know, it just, and he's like, And they're like, Yeah, it just fell out. He's like, Yeah, yeah, just, you know, they got minds of their own. Sometimes they just fall out of a car. And they're like, Yeah, bullshit. So, uh, his superior, whose name is Maldonado, Sandra Maldonado, who's played by Lily Taylor, uh, sets him up with the DRN, who has this synthetic soul, so he's very human. He's, mm-hmm. he has wants, he has needs, he has, and he know he's completely aware he's an android, he, he gets it, and whatever. And he runs a, I can't think of the word, because I'm terrible with words. But basically, his, his speech <laughs> pattern is a normal human speech pattern. Mm-hmm. Like, when he says, like, there's there's something hanging in um, Kinex's car, 
and he's like, oh, something like 50% of people, it wasn't 50, it was something, but he's like, oh, something like 50% of people have these. And John's like, 50%? Like, you're a robot, aren't you more accurate? And he's like, yeah, but I'm trying to be more human with you, man. Like, he's, yeah. the way that he talks is just like, yeah, but I'm trying to be, like, someone you can relate to. And that's the whole point of contention is, like, John doesn't like robots, and he doesn't like, synth- they're called synthetics. Yeah. And, like, Dorian takes offense to the word synthetic. He calls him a synthetic, and he's like, I don't like that. He's like, mm-hmm. I don't like that term. Like, and, and So, like, they, they're constantly butting heads because it's an android and a human, mm-hmm. and Dorian just wants to not be human, but, like, not have this point of contention. Right. And it makes it worse because the androids, after what ended up happening with the, the DRMs is, like, they were human. They had breaking points, so they basically kind of went nuts. So they had to be decommissioned or sent elsewhere. And that's, Ugh. yeah, it's one of those things where, like, <laughs> you guys were way too human, and you ended up actually suffering from what you went through, so we can't keep you here. Right. So he's, like, one of the only DRNs there. And there's other ones, like, you see them in the series, but they're working at, like, hospitals or whatever, so they're doing menial tasks instead of dealing with these high, intense situations. And the thing that changed after the DRNs were decommissioned is, like, androids are androids, and they're treated like like property and Mm -hmm. like robots and that's it and that's just how it is even for him and he doesn't like it because he's like he's like i want my own space i want to live my life so the whole the whole show is basically kind of trying to find a balance with each other like how to be human that's almost human um how to act human and how to you know act robot and all that kind of stuff and there was so campy and dumb but like there's a part of the city that's literally just called the wall and it's just part of the city that's like it's like in the middle of the city and it's just blocked off and everything around it is like super technology and like all this fancy shit and everything inside the wall is like not like it's like I guess like no technology and they never so describe it's analog it. instead of digital basically, basically and like no one wants to be it's where there. the like, hipsters live pretty much yeah <laughs> but it's like they never go into detail about what this whole situation is with the wall everyone's just very much like you don't want to be there you don't want to go there and it's like why don't i want to go there like you never tell me <laughs> it's like the dog park like basically like it's like you don't tell me what the fuck is going on and so there's that whole thing and then in one of the episodes um Dorian starts having memories that don't feel like his own but feel real to him mm-hmm. and they never touch on it again and it's one mm. of those things that makes you wonder like is a synthetic soul something that was produced or is it somehow human essence put into yeah the thing? Or like were you once human and then they it's like a robocop thing yeah. where it's like They've made you into this other thing. Yep, basically. And they, they don't touch on it. And I'm like, man, I want to know like, if, if they were all human at one point and then mm-hmm. they were just being treated like commodities, more or less, and like how they would deal with that. If, like, especially yeah. him, because he's the only one who's kind of out there doing his thing. Um, but how, how all that would work. Like, right. And it's just such a stupid campy show. Like, it's, it's honestly just so... Like, you watch it and you're just like, oh... <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's just, so at some point, it's just like, this is bad, but, like, <laughs> but it's just so fun to watch. And, like, especially since that um, Detroit Become Human game came out. Yeah. And that's how it kind of started getting brought up, because some of my friends were watching it, and I was like, oh, almost human, it sounds like fun, because it's an android, and, like, a yeah. human thing. And then we watched it, and we're like, half the shit was stolen and put into, fun. I'm not right. saying, like, necessarily it was stolen, but the similarities are way too close for it to be just, like oh it just happened you know right so it's one of those things where it's like man if something had to continue which apparently the detroit become human they're talking about making like a a dlc kind of thing and i'm like no don't do that just bring this back yeah (laughs) like somehow bring this back and it had like who was making it um the guy who made fringe Mm -hmm. uh jh wyman wyman and it had uh he curated it and then he was one of the executive producers along with brian burke who worked on star wars stuff like the newer star wars movies and jj abrams like the Star Trek guys, but like, and then that, but like, it was like a fun mishmash of right, stuff. Right, different styles. And it was, yeah, and, and it was yeah. like, it was people who are familiar with like the futuristic kind of techy kind of things, and then also Fringe, which was more of like the the cop stuff kind of thing. Wasn't, didn't J.J. Abrams also do Fringe? Like, wasn't he part of, or he am I been. remembering wrong? He might have been. I didn't watch Fringe, and I don't care for J.J. Abrams. I know, yeah, so. like, I'm, in, I'm <laughs> indifferent to him, and I never watched Fringe, but I was just yeah. like, okay, so it had, like, people who, you know, are, they 
like they make this kind of stuff so it had plus they had like Carl Urban and stuff in right. it so it was like it had a pretty decent cast and it was pretty fun to watch and I'm not gonna say no to looking at Michael Ely yeah because he has a beautiful smile he's, he's pretty <laughs> he is very he's pretty he's very pretty he is very pretty so like even with all like the campy elements a very of it, pretty yeah. Well, and that's another thing that I think could have, like, a new life on another platform. Oh, yeah. Because, again, both of these are shows that were on Fox. So Fox is notorious for, like, not giving anything life. Yep. They're like, if it doesn't have the ratings, immediately we're and done with it. literally what And, it? you know, they've had situations where those shows have had a better life somewhere else mm-hmm. after Fox let him go. Uh, and, you know, like... I'm excited, kind of similar with how I'm excited to see how, like, Brooklyn Nine-Nine does now that it's not on Fox anymore. Because that show has has such a following and it does so well that, like, nobody else, like, other networks were like, why would you let this go? This is a terrible choice that you made. But it's okay. They've got last man standing. So, whatever. (laughs) Um, But I think, yeah, that's definitely one that would be have a good place on, like, a Netflix or an Amazon or Hulu where... You know, I can see it fitting in well with a lot of, especially on Hulu, with a lot of what they've been doing with, okay. like, Handmaid's Tale and those kind of alternate universe or um, Future Man. Future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And those, where it doesn't necessarily have to be as campy and maybe a little and bit more... A lot of it was because of budget. Like, a, yeah. one of the reasons why it was canceled was because the budget was so high because it had so many, like... Tech, tech elements things, like right. showing how Dorian worked and showing all his components and stuff like that. So it was it was pretty heavy in terms of um, how much money was needed for it. And uh, articles have stated like they needed like it was like CSI or something like that levels of, of mm-hmm. viewership, and they were not getting that kind of, because it's got great ratings. Like right, it's it's a highly rated show, and people have said great things about it. But it's just the fact that not that many people were watching it, and it just cost way too much to actually make. Right. That they were like, well, one season, that's it. Which, you know, I think also is something that the Netflix and Hulu and Amazon have been able to kind of correct, because they don't need mm-hmm. to depend. They can put everything into the first season, whereas a lot of times the shows that are on network TV, they film a few episodes and give it kind of a test, yeah. and then see how it plays, and then they fi- they pick up the back half of the season and it'll either be we're finishing out the season and we're moving on from there mm-hmm. we're ending it right here because it's too expensive and not getting enough ratings yeah. or they'll you know finish out the season and that'll be the end yeah. um, so whereas when these shows get picked up on a Netflix on a Hulu on an Amazon they buy in for a season mm-hmm. or even Amazon has started doing their pilot season stuff too so it's like they don't pick anything up right away they make a show or they make a pilot of something on a project that they're potentially doing yeah they have a whole bunch of time or they have a couple of months where you can watch the single episode Mm -hmm. and then based on the viewership of how that first episode was received they'll decide if they if they finish off a season that's a great idea because then it gives everyone an idea of what's coming down the line and instead of putting all your budget into like 13, 14 episodes, whatever, yeah. you can, okay, this isn't picking up traction, so we'll move on to something else. That makes a lot yeah, more sense. Yeah, so they, and I've, they've done, you know, they've gotten a few shows out of that that have gone well, so they did um, the Marvelous Miss Meisel, which is the Amy Sherman Palladino okay. uh, female comedian in the early 60s, yeah. and it's, that's one of my favorite shows, but that, it came from pilot season, so you watch this one episode, and they're mm-hmm. like, possibly coming soon, and you're like, fuck this was really good mm-hmm. and then you went I went had to go back and watch the first season episode again mm-hmm. when the actual season dropped because yeah. I didn't remember him but I've seen this before but I don't remember yeah because it's been so long and they also got the last tycoon which I'm really bummed isn't having a second season mm-hmm. because they left it on a cliffhanger but you know i guess i guess i'll never know if matt bomer lived (laughs) so he lives because you decided he lives in my heart yeah he lives on doom patrol where he is now (laughs) negative man there you go um and we'll be going forward so there you go uh that's he still lives he lives on my instagram feed that too and american horror story sometimes oh that's right yeah he's he pops up every now and then yeah he hasn't been on the last couple of seasons, but that's okay because I got a good season with him of Hotel. 
Yeah. And he was he hasn't been wasted on really bad seasons. Yeah. And the one he was in the terrible circus season, freak show. That's what it was. The terrible freak show he season. In? He was only in one up. Ep- he was in like one episode, and he gets picked up by the serial killer guy. Who okay. also is not on anymore. He hasn't been in the last couple seasons, which has made me really happy because I did not like the him. The killer guy who's like the prissy, like... Yeah, the, okay. the mama's boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. he gets picked up as like a cruise. Yeah. And okay. then he murders him. Yeah. Just, and that's okay. it. And it, and that... What a waste. What a waste. Well, it was like Boomer. a little like hint of like, yeah, Matt yeah. Boomer, he's coming into the world. He's coming into the Ryan right Murphy world. right now he's world. just going to be dead. But right now we're just going to kill him. But don't worry, you'll see more from this beautiful man. And then he was a sexy vampire who Which, had sexy, oh, so who had sexy blood sex with, with Lady Gaga. And I couldn't complain. Yeah, yeah. no, I can't. And I, I got what I wanted. <laughs> he was sexy vampire Dick Grayson. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't watched any of the new season, but I also don't have... No, the new season was okay. It wasn't... I just kept seeing people's responses on Twitter, like how they would react to it. There There were parts of it that I enjoyed. I think they went too heavy into the beginning of the season with some of the world building okay. for people that gen- weren't really going to matter until the very, very end of the season. Mm. And I think if they had just started it off with what they promised me, where it was going to be the witches and the murder house and all of that coming That's, together, yeah. and they leaned just more into that, because they start with the end of the world and then they kind of go back and show us how we got to that point. Mm. Which was fine. It just took too long to get there in the first place. And then by the time we got there, it kind of dragged a little bit. And then at the end, the last couple of episodes wrap everything up really well. Yeah. And kind of show us some of that world building and why it mattered. But, like, if the first... If the whole season had been, like, the last episode of the season, I would have been much happier with the overall season. Uh Whereas... Instead of dragging it out. Yeah, for the... Which, you know, I feel similarly about a lot of the seasons where... It's you start off really strong mm-hmm. and you have really good world building and you create a lot of really good stuff and then you kind of lose it towards the middle and then at the end you either wrap it up really well or it's a disappointing ending. Yeah. So yeah. that was the only part that bummed me out. And I feel like it was my similar, I had a similar complaint about the hotel season. I yeah, really, the, ho- the hotel season had so many plot lines. Right. Just like, I really liked hotel. Yeah. But it also you had too many plot <laughs> you had too many plot lines and you kind of forced it to wrap up all towards the end of the season. Yeah. Whereas like you could have wrapped a couple of them up mid season and it would have been fine. Yeah. Um, because you had just too many people and too much going on. Yeah. Oh, American Horror Story. Okay, so let's see. Um, what what timing are we at? Does it matter? No. Okay. Um. We can keep going as long as we go. Okay. There's no limit to your dreams. Just keep, just keep going forever. Uh, I mean, I, I guess go away. Just hey, don't let your dreams be dreams. <laughs> Yesterday, you said today. <laughs> Do it. Um, so continuing along, I guess the the continuation of stuff. Uh, PT Silent Hills. Okay. Uh, have you played it at all? Mm-hmm. Or okay, so have you have you played the Silent Hill series? I or am you? familiar with the existence of the Silent okay. Hill series. I um, again, it's the conversation we were having earlier tonight where I like sleeping. So okay. things that are scary, I You're tend to sleep. kind of and, and PT was one of those like was yeah. scary. Like I kind of yeah yeah. Uh, so, basically what it was, was it, um, it had Kojima, who does, like, the Metal Gear Solid games, uh, Del Toro mm-hmm. was part of it for, like, character designs and stuff, and it also had Norman Reedus as the main character, and it was kind of trying to bring Silent Hill back to what it used to be, because Silent Hill kind of went off the rails and started making, like, a bunch of games, and yeah. they weren't good, <laughs> they were really bad, so this was trying to kind of bring it back. Like, okay. to, to its origins and being like, it's this creepy-ass town that you walk through and all this weird shit. And, um... <laughs> Same. Just, like, I, that's just where I live. Every day. <laughs> every day this is where I'm at. But, so, they were they were trying to bring it back. And, um... God, is it 
Konami? Now I can't... I think it's Konami who was uh, doing it. I'm gonna look it up real quick, because now I can't remember. Yeah, it's Konami. Um, so, they were making, like, this... Hyping it up a lot, because holy shit, it's uh, Hideo Kojima, and Totoro's mm-hmm. working on it, and oh my god, like, the, the amazing, just masters of their craft basically and they're gonna make silent hill and then holy shit because you play the whole thing and it's from first person so you don't see what's really going on yeah and it's just it's fucking creepy and there's there's stuff i think people are still finding or at least they well yeah because some people still have it uh on their playstation but uh because they got rid of it when they canceled the project but people are still kind of finding stuff and they're finding Mm -hmm. different ways to kind of beat this little mock level that they made and you find out at the end that, holy shit, Norman Reedus is the main character of this fucking game. And you're like, holy shit, Norman Reedus! Like, everyone was just like, oh my god, Norman Reedus! And everyone was super pumped. And then Konami was like, no, we're going in, I think it's Pachinko is what now they're doing. They're making Pachinko games, like mobile and Pachinko games. Why? And so they they got rid of, like, PT, they got rid of Metal Gear, like, it's no longer uh, Hideo Kojima's property anymore. Huh. Like they, And so it's like, they're big... They're big ticket items now. We're just like, nope, that's it. We're playing. We're doing this now because I and I think it's uh more geared toward. From what I heard, I don't know. It's more geared toward uh what's making more money in Japan and like pachinko games and stuff like that are making more money. So that's kind of the direction they wanted to head in. Mm-hmm. That's what I heard. I can't remember yeah. necessarily, so I don't know either or. But yeah, I I would love to see where that game would have headed because it, they give you this whole. Th- it makes you think uh, that some shit was going down with like Norman Reedus's character's wife and she was working at some like just really creepy ass gas station and like some shit was going down and he's seeing stuff and he's seeing like this ghost lady haunting him and it's all very vague I too am haunted by yeah. the ghost lady oh all the time all the time all just the time. I can't she won't leave my house she won't tell me what she wants nope. she just kind of hangs out she just hangs like, out bitch leave <laughs> but no she works tell she me what you to. need she just wants to hang out and have a good time she's lonely but yeah so I, like, I, I don't know anything about where that game was gonna head so I can't say like what I would want out of it you just want it I just I just want it but yeah. the, the fun thing is, is that Kojima is making a game now with Del Toro and uh, Norman Reedus and uh, Moss, Moss Mickelson, or if it's Mads Mickelson, I heard it's pronounced either way. I don't, I don't care. But he's like, <laughs> no, I know, it's just like, it's like he's, however you want to pronounce yeah, it. Like he, like, uh, and like, God, he just got like a bunch of actresses and stuff and it looks really fucking good. And um, it's uh, uh, Death Stranding. Mm-hmm. And the first preview they gave us was literally just Norman Reedus's ass. So I'm like, okay. I'm like, oh, I'm here. <laughs> here I am. <laughs> this is me. So it's, it, and I feel like a lot of the ideas that he's using within this Death Stranding game would have played some part because there's a lot of in in uh, Silent Hills because there's a lot of references to uh, umbilical cords and like baby like babies and stuff like that. And it was kind of what was being hinted at in Silent Hills as well. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's it just seems like Sony just because he's now he's working for Sony. It seems yeah. like Sony just threw money at him and was like, make whatever the fuck whatever, you want. Yeah, go for and it. And he's like, okay. So he just is now making kind of his own game utilizing ideas and stuff like that he was going to use in Silent Hills. Nice. So like, yes. Give me this. I'll take... Whatever you can throw at me. Oh, I will take anything. Using like, whatever ideas you had before. It's great. <laughs> it looks so good. It looks so good. But yeah, I would love just just whatever PT was supposed to be, whatever Silent Hills was yeah. supposed to be, because I, I enjoy the Silent Hills game, like the Silent Hill games. Uh, the second game, I literally could not play for like two years because I would play it for fu- like 15 minutes and I get too scared by the sounds. <laughs> and so I turn it off. And then I ended up meeting like one of my one of my best friends, and we played it together. And we would just be sitting there like ah, like screaming and like running into rooms, and yeah. then running back out of the room because we're too scared. Like, but it was easier to do yes. it with like another person. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not for everyone. Yeah, but it's just one of those things. Like, I would I would love to experience that kind of feeling within the Silent Hill game again. But yeah, nope, that was yeah. yeah. I yeah, the games I kind of stick to are ones that are like Batman. And um, more like action, more like well, of. no, yeah, I just don't do scary very well. Yeah. I don't do scary movies very well. I don't do scary um, games, just things that make me unsettled. No, it's understandable. Yeah, like I, I literally can't do scary games unless I'm playing it with someone else, or if right. I have like nicer music going on in the background, so I don't mm-hmm. get completely creeped out. Like I, I can't do it like yeah. solo. So that's completely understandable. <laughs> I think it's 
I think it's because I've seen a ghost. And <laughs> that, doesn't, that doesn't help. Yeah, no. Um, and really also, not. I'm afraid. I'm just afraid of lots. I just, also, I live alone, and I just, I mean, so do you, I, know, but you know, it's a building like, yeah, that makes no. sounds, and I, I just, I don't know. I Listen, I made a mistake once of reading Adam Ellis's ghost story update. Yeah. Once, oh, I remember, while yeah. I was laying in bed. And like getting ready to sleep, and then all night I just like had this vi- this like the drawing that he made of David yeah. in my head. And you were and like, I "Don't just, read it at night." And I was like, one day, read. one day I was like, "Fuck this! I'm gonna read it at night." And I, I got like, like two minutes in, and no. I was like, "No, I'm not reading this." At like, night. and just it just I I could not close my eyes without seeing his drawing of that kid, and yeah, I just I remember like that. could not. Is he still? Uh, is he still even? Um, well, so. He hasn't, I mean, he hasn't posted anything about it lately. Mm. I know that they're making a movie out of it. Yeah, I heard that. Um, But I think, uh, Caitlin pointed out something interesting to me, that it seems that this haunting was happening around the same time as he was feeling kind of uncomfortable in his workspace. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, and it's interesting that it's largely stopped when he stopped, when he quit his job. Oh. So, I... It's almost not saying that it didn't happen or that it's not real. It might just have been something that manifested by this unsettled feeling yeah. he had in his job. So maybe that's what made David come and what had David there. Yeah. And then when he kind of set, and it's like that's all speculative. Of I course, don't know, yeah, yeah, I don't but know I mean, anything it's... about his life. But he was on, you know, some of the other stuff that he was talking about on Twitter or on, you know, Instagram and stuff on the t- at the time where. He really wasn't happy still working at his job, mm. and he, you know, wanted to leave that job, and then around the same time that he quit that job, he, the David updates stopped. stopped. stopped yeah. So, yeah, um, it's one of those things that's kind of like, well, one thing, you know, and the other yeah, thing. And the other thing goes. might be, it, they might all still be happening, but he might not ma- be making them public, because it's stuff, now that he's, a movie. now that it's yeah. licensed, yeah. and now that he's sold it, he might not be able to make all of that yeah. public, because it's stuff that they want to keep in the movie, yeah. so you don't just go into the movie being like, well, I already know the story. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure the movie will take creative license and change things around oh, to make it a scarier, scary movie, but... Even though that alone was just... Right, even like, that alone was just unsettling. Uh-uh. Even if it was just reading his posts and showing his pictures, yeah. I'd be like, no, thank you. Listen, every time my cats sit by the door, I panic. Don't do that. Don't sit he by the door. He doesn't do it often, but there have been a couple of times that he, him and Tiggs both sit by the door, and I'm just like, Tiger, don't. I don't think he's looking at your phone. I think he's just staring off into cat land, <laughs> being a fucking douchebag that cat. keeps people awake. Please don't bite my hand again. Oh, thank you. I got a boop. Thanks. Yeah. He wants some pets. Yeah, avocados. another thing and this there, I have nothing for this but it's just something I want which seems yeah. to be the standard for all of these is just Steve and Bucky getting used to everyday modern shit yeah just together just and it's just like like shorts and this kind of goes right with, when they like yeah. they used to do those shorts setting up other stuff with like Coulson yeah and he would like the Coulson on a road trip and exactly. stopping that yeah it's just and it's, it's nothing even major it's just like some random piece of tech that they're like holy shit look at that what is yeah. that like and they're like super a Keurig yeah <laughs> what do you mean I can just push this button and the coffee comes out in one cup that's what? it just, I, don't, I don't have to make the whole pot for myself alone am I what what is this just like very high pitch, <laughs> progressively higher and higher, <laughs> like at each other too. Yeah. Just like, what is this? <laughs> Sam, did you know that you could do yeah. this? Yeah, yeah, I did. Like I that. own, I own like that's like the fourth curing that's that's been here. I've been here. They keep breaking. I, the whole keeps breaking. <laughs> Or Clint, because he can't figure out how to get the pot in, and then... <laughs> oh, he wants the whole fucking the carafe or whatever yeah. the thing, the, the coffee. Yeah. Instead of just a cup, like a cup just won't do it. Like, it's just a mess. So he keeps pressing it. Just, he just the pot. He He's got an old school one that he just keeps in his room that he can just have a pot that he walks around with. Yeah. <laughs> I, I 
four cup one, and I would just yeah. make the four cups of coffee and just carry the whole thing with me. Because I'm like, why <laughs> like am I gonna Clint does. exactly? I'm like, why am I gonna put it in a fucking cup? Like, oh, I love that. Like I did for uh, Nerdoween. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, I'm carry the whole fucking thing, except there was booze instead of coffee in it. I mean, um, yeah. Or even just like the little Roombas. Like what? Is that? <laughs> Speaking of Roomba, have you seen the, the thing, there was, my friend showed me this yesterday, there's like a, it's like a meme thing of somebody who painted their floor with a Ouija board, and it's like, it's all fun and games until Roomba accidentally summons a demon. (laughs) 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 And I was like, oh my god, just imagining, like, I gotta go, and I immediately thought of Ensign too, because it was just like. I gotta go. Fucking Rosie's in my apartment because of the Roomba. <laughs> the, the Roomba? Yeah. Listen, There's I a Ouija have board a Ouija on board the on the floor. And... Why is there a Ouija board on the floor? It fell and I just didn't want, I didn't want to deal with it. No, I paint, it got painted there. I was drunk one night and I thought it would be funny and so I painted the Ouija board on my hardwood. But I didn't know it would actually summon. Yeah, and then the Roomba, you know, fuck it, that rapscallion, the Roomba. I can't control it, I just can't. You can turn it off, nope, I can't control it. It's just a Listen, demon. I have the settings it's a demon where I want enough. them, <laughs> and I just don't have the time to, like, reconfigure the Roomba and pick new settings. It just does what it does. The demon gets summoned and possesses the Roomba, so now the Roomba is just, like, erratic. Yeah. Hey, they're demons. It just breathes fire for some reason. <laughs> you ever see the Roomba with like the knife taped onto it? Yes. <laughs> That's just the Roomba now. Yeah. Why did you take the knife with on a retractable it? knife? <laughs> I don't. Awesome. I didn't do that. It just happened after it summoned a demon. Now it's possessed. No, it's possessed. It's, Exor- nice. it's the Exorcist, but it's a Roomba. <laughs> much it's stuck in the fucking Roomba right should we exercise it nah nah it's just our Roomba it's gotta be hell throw it out it gets stuck in between doors when it hits the fucking (laughs) it gets really pissed off when the cat sits on it and rides around (laughs) and it tried to get hot like because it's a demon so it's like maybe if I heat up but cats like warm butts like they sit on the radiator yeah it ended up just laying down on top of the whole thing and then it couldn't move at all yeah just, just kept making this really obnoxious whining. She's like, well, you did it to yourself, pal. You did it to yourself. Oh, God. But, yeah, that's what I want. Every, <laughs> every day, Stephen Bucky getting used to modern tech and life. And then also, uh, Eddie Brock Venom everyday shorts. Yes. Of just, like, especially the from the movie, of just Eddie going through life and dealing with Venom, trying to get used to humans and the things that humans do. And, like, introducing him to new foods and stuff that aren't just people and chocolate and tater tots. Um, all he wants is chocolate and tater tots. That's true. That's all he wants. to eat people. He needs to expand his horizons, Venom. You need to start experiencing other foods. Also, you're kind of killing your host because he can't survive on just chocolate Chocolate and tater tater tots. (laughs) Poor Eddie Brock. Just let him eat food. I'm sure he eats more than oh, that. Oh, no, yeah, just no, 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 that, no, he does. Yeah. Yeah. Just in that moment, he asked what Venom wanted, and Venom wanted chocolate and tater tots. And you said, okay. I guess. You got it, love. I'll get you your chocolate <laughs> and tater tots. So you did get to eat that guy. So. He did. Yeah. So everybody won. I mean, it, was, it was scrumptious. But yeah, that's what I want. It's just some of those everyday shorts. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, a, just a random stuff. Like, just fine. somebody giving Steve a tablet for his art. Just looking at it. Like, <laughs> just, I can... Is there pa- I draw. Where's the paper? I draw. You just draw on the screen. Yeah, you just it's, draw. He takes like a the sh- files are like- in the computer. How <laughs> 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 huh, are they in there? Oh God! Yes. I just just imagining somebody giving Steve his first cell phone out of the ice because oh it's like God. these are the things that we don't think about anymore. Yeah, uh-uh. Because when Steve came out of the ice in comics, he came out of the ice like 20 years later so oh, it was is, yeah, like the 60s yeah. 
So it wasn't that big, that much of a jump, mm-hmm. and technology hadn't changed that much. Yeah. Like, TV was new. Yeah. But, like, now, if you're saying that we missed 70 years of stuff, there's a you lot. give him a cell phone, and he'd be like, where's the cord? Yeah. He'd be what, like, what do you mean do I don't you? have to dial the operator anymore? Yeah, exactly. Because, like, they didn't even have, like, rotary phones yeah. yet. They had, like, the wall phone with the thing that you pull out and, like, ta- have to dial an operator to get to yeah. a line. Yeah. And that's why I would love it for them to just like, or even just like because I mean, Bucky's not really doing anything. He was stuck in the ice for right. even longer. He wasn't. Doing he was it, out yeah. there, and then anything that he learned, like wiped it from his fucking memory, right. so he wouldn't remember. So even just Steve introducing things to Bucky, and Bucky just being like, "Ha, nice joke, Steve!" Like, yeah, what, is, what the fuck is this? Like, <laughs> and then he's just like, weird oh. flex, but okay. <laughs> Somehow Bucky knows vines and means, but he doesn't... <laughs> Listen, he doesn't know that. He just heard Clint say it and assumed that <laughs> it was like, in the oh, right context. Okay. Like, he learned the verbiage, but everything else is beyond him. But even, yeah, just even just like that of, like, Steve being like, here's this thing, and Bucky just being like, uh, okay. Do you think Bucky can use a smartphone? I mean, he still has that one flesh hand. I know, but, like, he is, like, I hate using it with... I'm not left-handed, so yeah, like, I'm, if, I'm sure he's ambidextrous at this point. Well, like, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Um, because I mean, being who he was as as the Winter Soldier, I'm yeah, sure he I can suppose. utilize both hands. Like, I don't like using my left hand either. I, I feel like I go dumb. Like, I'm just like, Ugh, like I can't function. <laughs> what do like, hands, I don't how know. Do hands move? And I try yeah. to because like my right hand is giving me issues, but I like try to. But it's just it's still like I don't know what I'm doing. But I have the feeling Bucky is at least he can do either or. Or maybe he gets those little pads inserted, like, on, yeah. his, on the tip of his <laughs> Tony, like, metal puts fingers. those in his fingers. Yeah, so he can actually, like, <laughs> he can just like He can just, like, lift up, like, Inspector Gadget style yes. and just, like, lift up the like, little, just the little panel. Just the, and just, <laughs> just the, in, just just the, the pad turn. of the index finger. And yeah. he's just like, okay, I can do this. And everyone's just like, what the fuck? Again, the metal... Like I'm sure yeah, it's a smart he can't really phone. hold it like, like this yeah. because he's like I'm sure it'll drop out of his fucking mouth. Right. Yeah, he's got no traction on that thing, no friction. Well, I think that yeah. there's like he's got there's gripping. Be something. Yeah, yeah, he can grip. Things. He can grip, but still, it's not like, like it's a. It's not like we're talking about you know. No, no, no. But even if I use something that's got like a smooth fabric on it, like right. sometimes it'll still just mm-hmm. like slip. Like no matter Fair. how hard I'm gripping it, still fucking slip. Especially now with some of these phones, like this Google phone. If I squeeze it, it starts the. It's going to talk to me. It's, it starts the OK Google thing. Oh. If I squeeze it. Gotcha. So, like, if he's, like, squeezing it so hard, just going to keep setting it off, and he's going to be like, no, shut up, Google. Right. So. That's what I was, what was I just going to think about, that, that Bucky and his, and his robo Poor Bucky. Poor Bucky, my ass. Should, just should have just let, let him die. <laughs> Shoulda. He didn't even want to be there. Right. He was just like, man, I just want to go back and get my fucking plums and have right. a Right. I just wanted some day. plums. Like, if they're going to capture me, that's fine. Let them do Steve, it. Steve, this isn't a great idea. No, it's fine. No, it's really not. <laughs> this seems awful. This really seems like a real bad idea. And now look what happened. Stevie's dead. Right? Great. I mean, I don't know if that would have changed anything. No, that wouldn't have, but at least you wouldn't have known, probably. True. You wouldn't have been right there going, Steve. Steve? And I'd laugh. Jeff felt terrible, but I'm, I was just like, because ah, you know he's coming back. So no, I like, know it's everybody who's yeah. dust is gonna come back because they all still have contracts. Yep, and that's the thing. Like, like most of the people that didn't dust don't have contracts. That's, yeah, so. so that's hey, hey, hey. But that's like one of those things like that they hadn't said anything, and I wish to kind of. I mean, it's hard not to find like to keep that. Although the ru- the new rumor from the Russos. Is that Evans may not be done? I saw that. I saw. Oh, I want him back. I know. Yeah, I saw that. Which you know, I before because like my first thought was, can we have Commander Rogers? That's what I want. Right. Like I and, would like, love. Commander he's just Rogers. like all right, all right, all right. I'm just gonna take over. Yeah. And all this shit. Like he wouldn't even have to do a full time thing. It could be like fucking Tony Stark and Spider Man, where he's just kind of in the background and he's like, yeah, here I am. Just, just free Tony. Yeah. Let him die. Free him. Let Robert Downey Jr. rest. <laughs> yeah, let Robert Downey Jr. go do something else. Raise his two children. He just wants to be free. Let him free rest. him. Free him. Just like the Supernatural Boys. Free them. Oh, God. Please free them. Let Jared Padalecki do anything else. Jensen Eccles is just... I mean, Jensen Eccles would be fine. He's got his... Re- yeah. We talked about this. He has yeah. his restaurant. Yeah. His little his his bar like, or whatever. Bar or whatever. Texas. And he does the voice acting. Right. Now and then, so he's just, got his thing. Just let him be free so he can be Red Hood. Yep. 
let him be Jason Todd at all times because it's kind of like being Dean Winchester but without the uh, supernatural elements really right and just just a a brother and brothers you don't like (laughs) that's it it's the same it's the same shit but just you know animated yeah just like it doesn't even have to be animated. You saw his fucking Halloween oh, costume. Oh, it was a good Halloween costume. He could be live action still. Oh, I'd be okay with that. If you give me, like, because if you give, if you're, if you'd stay with one thing, DC, and give, like, older Bruce Wayne, keep older Bruce Wayne, bat dad, like, in his 40s, pushing 50, and then you could have the boys be older so and you can establish Nightwing mm-hmm. and Red Hood and you can have Tim and you can have Damien. You can like introduce the boys yep. and we don't have to do origin stories for all the Robins. Yeah. Literally just give us the Robins and we'll just accept them as is. Yep. You give me Nightwing already Nightwing and Red Hood already Red Hood and, and then you just add in Tim and Tim yeah. could be new. And it you doesn't need still to be even... like the whole origin story to be good. Like it could right. come up later on in like bits and pieces and whatever. It well, doesn't need to be like... right. And listen, if you don't know how Batman and Robin became a thing by this this point, point, you it's been 80 years. Yeah. And you've got like so many movies and stuff. I don't know how much more we it's the same thing with Bruce Wayne's parents. If you don't know how Bruce Wayne's parents died by now, just give up on life (laughs) because maybe superhero movies are not for you. You're not going to find out now. Like like, like, we don't need to rehash. Yeah, I, uh, I'm just tired. Especially when we action. shoot them on the street in front of the Aragon instead of in the alley that was right next door. <laughs> still blows my mind. I'm so still mad about it. Like, I'm still mad about it. I'm forever bitter. Literally every time Matt Peters picks me up from somewhere and we yeah. drive past the Aragon, I'm like, oh, remember when they killed Bruce Wayne's parents not in the alley? He goes, you're never going to let that go, are you? I said, fucking no, I won't. The alley is perfect. That alley is so perfect because it has the goddamn, like, it has the goddamn CTA right there that has, like, if the CTA goes by, nobody's hearing a gunshot. Yeah, uh-uh. Just saying. I'm just uh, saying. Joe Chill fucked up. Should have had some Chicagoans where it would have been good to shoot this right? shit instead of just going like, eh, here's fine. No, but you were fine at the Aragon. You were totally fine. You could have literally, the, the alley's right like there. I've feet. thrown up in that alley so many times. It's like 20 feet from the entrance. If it's, yeah, not right even. There. It's the same amount of distance as the alley mouth was from the door of the Monarch Theater in yeah. every other version. Like, you couldn't have them go literally less than five feet. They had one <laughs> like, job, and it was to find an alley to fucking kill Bruce Wayne's parents in, and you fucked it up. There are two alleys. There's one alley over here and one alley over here. It's like, you could have had them cross the street and go into that alley, too. Could have done it. Or the alley that's literally right there. Nope. In the street, still mad, forever right mad. There, it's right there. Forever. I mad. will admit, I I haven't watched like barely any DC movies. Just that's okay. Like, I mean, aside from just, Wonder Woman, because my niece movie. Justice League is de- is decent. Like mm. it's not perfect, and absolutely is it is it, it's flawed. But like I feel like they're all flawed. So mm. there's nothing. No, there's never going to be a perfect DC like DC or Marvel. Movie. No, there won't be. No, yeah. Um, but I maintain that Justice League gave me the things in a superhero team movie that, you that I have not gotten out of Avengers, mm-hmm. whereas they were a team that didn't have to infight the entire time. Yeah, I'm they had disagreed. They had disagreements, sure, and they maybe don't always agree with other methods because they're human beings. Mm. And that's how that's how being on a team works. You don't always agree, but at the end of the day you do what's best for everyone. Yeah. They had some fights within the team about certain plans, mm-hmm. but it was never like childish. It was never bickering, bickering and yeah. childish. It was very specifically like the only reason Diana was mad at Bruce is because he said something really shitty about dead Chris Pine. I remember that. Yeah. And then she punched him into the thing, and he tried to be like, "I'm cool. <laughs> it's okay." But like, they still got to stay a team and still yeah. got together and did the plan. Yeah. And that has not happened in a single Avengers movie. No, it hasn't. So. No, it hasn't. No, they, three, three movies in and they still... They're going to die just as they figure out how to work as an actor. Right? Team. Just as they're... Like we just we're got finally it. a team and Tony's dying in my arms. <laughs> it took you all this fucking time to figure it out. Couldn't fucking figure it out. <laughs> if we're finally friends and now you're dead. What, what, All we needed works. was a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man to bring us together. 
literally he just webbed us up and said figure it out dance we couldn't get anywhere so we, we couldn't go there. anywhere for an hour so that's how just, long it takes we just stayed here <laughs> and now we're fine um okay so i have one more thing okay and that's kind of talking about batman was a live action batman would be on movie yeah which uh of course michael keaton would be bruce wayne perfect because obviously because yeah he's the right age now um, it was i had tyler posey as terry mcginnis perfect accepted uh, Latito Wright, I think. Latito White. Oh, Letitia Wright. Yes, I'm terrible at names. Uh, as was Max. Max. Yes. And Alana Condor as Donna uh, Donna Tan. Nice. So that's who I I barely touched the surface of. Like, no, I love that. But it would be kind Perfect. of like that thing, and I don't I don't know if it would be. I mean, I think with Batman Beyond, they would have to do an origin. Oh because, yeah, but that would yeah. make sense because it's not a story that we've heard seven hundred times. Yeah, yeah. Batman Beyond is a very niche moment of like you either watched that cartoon or you didn't watch that cartoon. And I will say, the first time I saw it, I could not fucking watch it because I saw old Bruce Wayne and I felt terrible. I was like, <laughs> I'm like, I can't. He's old and he's limping. Oh my God, I mean, Bruce yeah. Wayne. He's he's just happy he's alive. I mean, at that point, yeah. He just had had a rough. He's had a rough life. Yeah, that entire thing was rough. But that was like when I first saw it. I was like, I can't watch it because this is just very upsetting. But then, I, when I was like in college, I watched the whole thing in like one go, and I'm like, this is great. Yeah, my only the only thing that made me dip out was towards the end of um, that when it like when Batman Beyond was over, and then they crossed over a little bit into Justice League Unlimited. I never really, I didn't um, really watch. Like I dipped stuff. out because they leaned really hard into the Bruce and, um, Barb, Bruce so, and Barbara. Yeah, okay, and I, remember I, that. I remember fucking that. that's fucking it was, wild it was, to me. We, yeah, uh, uh-uh, I remember um, that. They, I, okay, I remember that episode. Yeah, the comic, the the comic that currently is running. I don't know what's going on in it anymore because I haven't read it in a mm. while. But they did later, like in the comic series, bring Dick back into things. Oh. And like he kind of helps out Terry with more of the like logistical training yeah. stuff that Bruce can't physically do anymore. Yeah. Um and it and it's it's been really great because you kind of hear there's more of a there's more of a story. They kind of veer away from the like gross Barbara Bruce thing mm-hmm. in the comic version Good. of them falling out Good. and the reason that they haven't spoken in a while is more of a they were working together for a long time after having not worked together for a long time mm-hmm. and Bruce made a mistake that crippled Dick oh. um, so he was he got shot a lot he was whittled with bullets <laughs> and <laughs> um had spinal like got spinal cord injury yeah. like he was still he could still he can still walk and function and like but he's just is fine not... but he he can't do that anymore yeah, yeah. and then he lost an eye so he has like an eye patch and he kind of looks like and he's older so he kind of looks like Nick Fury <laughs> nice <laughs> and so but it's he kind of steps in and takes over that help that mentor role in the physical aspect yeah, of things yeah. of being able to physically help train him and you know do things that bruce couldn't do anymore Mm -mm. um and a lot of that stepped in with like bruce had like a heart attack or something and like he couldn't he needed to like really pull back and like chill out um and so him and barbara end up actually kind of taking over mentoring terry and it's it's very sweet and it's like also, there's, like, this little subplot of, like, mending his relationship with Bruce and through this Terry and through mending his relationship with Barbara. Yeah. That's, um, and then there's, like, an alternate universe story where they go to – where Terry ends up in an alternate universe where Dick and Bab stay together and they have a child Aww. and they're still, like, fighting crime. And it's, like – it's real sweet. Oh, that's, that's <laughs> like, so, so nice. I've been pretty happy – I was pretty happy with how the comics kind of – addressed addressed some of it and resolved it and still kind of kept it going yeah because there was always something that was uncomfortable to me about a bruce wayne that didn't have the bat family anymore yeah but there was never really a full explanation as to where they were Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. we never really understood why bruce dick wasn't there and then the babs and bruce relationship really was just yeah that was weird i saw i can still i can picture that little photo they show in my head and stuff yeah it's like yeah i didn't like that but like there was a lot to the show that was just, it was yeah. so much fun. It was a nice different take on kind of like a Batman-Iron Man combo. Right. Just flying around yeah. everywhere. And I kind of loved that whole, the whole tech suit and everything it could do. And 
and just Terry being this cocky ass little kid with old Bruce Wayne just yeah. being all angry all the time. And it's just like Bruce just being consistently the same grumpy man he's yep. always been and just like this is just a yet another in a line of cocky children he has trained. Yep. Like he's just like this shit again. Like I yeah. can't believe it. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. But yeah, I that's, just, that's one origin story I'd be okay to actually yeah. see because it'd be... Because it'd, be a... it'd be something we haven't oh, already yeah. seen in a yeah. live action format. Yep. And it'd be just a nice take on kind of... Uh, the Batman universe that people who aren't comic book readers but love the movie versions that they can right. see and they could see that there's or grew up with set. the animated versions yeah, exactly. and maybe that's their only real frame of reference. Yes, exactly. So yeah, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of that Batman Beyond. He ends up getting his own Catwoman too for a little while. Oh, I didn't know um, that. In the comics, oh. who um, also has this kind of weird thing where she's always kind of like flirting with Dick, and Dick is like, I'm like twice your age what is wrong what <laughs> go away like this is weird I mean, but same though <laughs> yeah. i mean i would yeah <laughs> like he aged very well besides the eye patch yeah. so there's some of, some of the art is better than others but depending on who the artist yeah, is course, but that's like yeah. any book but yeah. there are some panels where it's just like damn you know silver fox dick grayson is hitting me in the right spot <laughs> yeah so. that was my last thing which is the live action batman Yay. because i think that would be a lot of fun. Perfect. Mm-hmm. I would be a hundred percent. I love that Tyler Posey casting too, because I would like. Because I feel like he would. Where he did would he go? Like Tyler Posey? Yeah. You know I don't know. I'm gonna look what it up. What happened to him but after? After he was in that. Um, uh, he was in some movie. God shit! What was it called? It was like a really bad, uh, like teen horror movie. Um, Truth or Dare. Oh okay. Isn't that Truth or Dare thing? I think that's the last. Oh, he's on screen since 2015. So he just went. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of No Budget Dreams. And thank you to Monica for stopping by and sharing your No Budget Dreams with us. Uh, If you want to see Monica's amazing artwork and hear the weird updates on our Monster of the Week campaign, please follow her on Twitter and on Instagram at Grizmoly. So that is G R Y Z M O L Y. And uh, to interact with me, follow me on Twitter at No Budget Dreams, uh, Instagram at No Budget Dreams Pod, and email me at No Budget Dreams Pod at gmail.com. And feel free to drop us a line, share your no-budget dreams, uh, gives us some support. You can also hit the support button on the Anchor app as well as buy me a coffee. Uh, You can find us me there as well. And if you are so inclined, rate, review, and subscribe so that tell a friend so that we can, you know, get some more listeners. I would really appreciate that. Also, you can check out our sister podcast. The Shipping Manifest, uh, and that you can interact with us on the Shipping Manifest social media as well. Uh, it would be Shipping Manifest on Instagram and Ship Manifest Pod on in, on Twitter. And that will do it for us today on No Budget Dreams. And thanks for coming on this journey with me. <laughs>